Welcome to FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's fitness, wellness, and endurance sports podcast. I'm Kevin Hines. FitSpeak, the podcast, is available on Podbean, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and our website, which is www.fitspeak.com. We're also alive and kicking it on Instagram. We have pictures of all things triathlon and fitness-related. Check it out. Tell us what you think. We are at FitSpeak. And we're also Facebook-friendly, the latest links to the coolest things in multi-sport, plus conversations to make you think about why you try. It's FitSpeak on Facebook. FitSpeak is brought to you by Wenting Cycling Mission, and here's your Wenting's word of the week. It is arrow. Mention that word to Bruce or any of the staff members at Wenting's, and you'll win a prize. Once again, your Wenting's word of the week is arrow. And we're also brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. With the new year well underway, it's time to commit to a race and get back on track. TriJoy can help. With decades of experience and our low client-to-coach ratio, we'll get you working on a structured training plan that'll help get you to the finish line and enjoy the journey. It's TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. See the link at the bottom of this page. With the start of 2021, we're back in the saddle and ready to help and entertain you. We have the feature interview coming up with Mikey Ross. We have your fit tip of the week, this time focusing on nutrition. But to kick things off, here is the roundtable. It's our first one of the brand new year. Let's check in with our co-hosts. We've got with us tonight Mikey Ross. Welcome back, Mikey. Hi there. Hi, Kevin. And welcome back to KW, Kevin Watt. How are you guys? Our first qu- our first question, yeah, it has to kind of do with New Year. Um, what have you guys been up to since Christmas? Um, let's start off with Kevin. Uh, recovering from uh, the Christmas hangover. What else? Uh, just gearing back up for 2021. Um, goals? Um, I don't know about goals, just more resolutions, I think. Just kind of, uh, you know, eat healthy and just all the rest of, uh, you know, the, the fitness kind of stuff, right? You know? I'm going to kind of play off that KW because one of mine that I've got written up and it's going to go on my bathroom uh, mirror as you guys know and on the refrigerator in the kitchen is drink more water I have been so bad you know uh, I you know I, I think I'm some sort of triathlon coach and all this but damn it sometimes I just you know I, I do not lead by example and what's been happening is and this is as a result of me going back to the swimming pool finally here in Mission at the Mission Leisure Center is I've been getting these terrible foot cramps I don't get the them when I run I don't get them when I bike or if I do it's well into the session and we're talking three or four hours but after my first three sessions swimming my goodness these toe cramps are right in the arch of my foot have come back with a vengeance it's partly due to you know bouncing off the wall when you're doing your turns but one of the causes of that which I've read and I, I know better but I, I just have been so slack is drinking water and I've been on a few runs and it's like two-thirds and I get the dry mouth thing so that's definitely going to be one of my New Year's resolutions for the year any any other big plans for 2021 how's that going to be different for you Kevin 
Gotta be honest, uh, COVID didn't adversely affect me. I'd actually tend to steer clear of shopping malls and stuff. So if I do shop, it's typically just a grocery store or I'm not really big on, on shopping. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, steady as she goes. That's okay. all I can say. Yeah, and hopefully 2021 is going to play out a lot more uh, positively than that previous year that we're going to try and forget or um, draw the best memories that we can from the year. Um, what about yourself, Mikey? What have you been up to since Christmas? Funny you should mention the mission pool. I'm so happy it opened again. I've been back in the water twice a week, a couple times, three times a week, loving the swim, but my uh, rotator cuffs aren't loving me. Uh, style is a very unusual movement for the body, as you both know, and uh, my arms are reacting. I can move my arms in certain angles, and then there's mm-hmm. one position where I go, whoa! So that's uh, a result of not having swum for a couple of months since open water. I think I was in open water and then got out of the lake a few months before Kevin did. I, I heard a rumor that he was one of the last human beings in Wanak Lake. Yeah, I think so. I'm so. happy to be swimming again. I also am really excited that I can run again. Uh, I had a, uh, some, some, some physical issues happened to me and now I am able to actually run continuously without doing a run walk. And it's not, not fast, but it's a run. So I'm getting those endorphins, getting all that happy juice. Uh-huh. And I'm just very, very, very grateful that I can run. And then, of course, there's Zwift. Zwifting like crazy. So the new year has brought in a lot more. Um, I'm able to train a lot more and with a little more intensity. So that makes me super, super happy. And any New Year's resolutions for yourself? Because I knew you had to kind of you know, reinvent your athletic persona when you suffered those kind of setbacks back in what was it, the the early spring of, of last year. Yeah, anything doing differently this year? Okay, it's going to sound really corny, but I'll tell you guys, I, I decided that one way to stay out of my own little head and moan and groan about how something happened to me and now I'm not as fast as I used to be, I'm focusing on trying to focus on the successes and achievements of all the folks around me. And one example is on Zwift. It is so much fun to set a goal when you're riding of tuning out your watts, tuning out your position in a race or a sprint, tuning out what you're doing and simply focus on all the folks around you. I am having a gas giving as many thumbs up as I can, whether people pass me or I pass them, I don't care. I want to be that encourager and I actually got offered um, to be a Zwift promoter or something. Once in a while, they they Zwift ambassadors. Oh, okay, yeah. On. Get this, you guys. You have to respond like almost instantly. And I wasn't on Zwift at the time, so I missed the opportunity. But apparently, they look for people that are busy giving thumbs up. Oh, okay. You know, being the positive. That's my goal. I want to get out of my head and and embrace the success of successes of others. Does that sound corny? That's what I'm doing. That sounds like Mikey to me. <laughs> I'm here today with Angie Woodhead, owner and race director for Dynamic Race Events. 
For five years, Dynamic has held homegrown and grassroots supported triathlons all over British Columbia. These include a double header in Oliver on one epic weekend called the Wine Capital of Canada Tri and Oliver Tri. On the island, Dynamic offers Westwood Lake Triathlon in Nanaimo and Elk Lake Triathlon in Victoria. Lastly, to wrap up the five race series and BC's race year, Angie offers the Cultus Lake Triathlon. Welcome back, Angie, to FitSpeak. Hi, Mikey. Those of us who are used to seeing you and Macy at the dynamic race events are feeling deprived, Angie. Your incredible calmness amidst the wonderfully crazy storm of energy that is triathlon is what draws so many athletes, including me, back to Dynamics race events year after year. Could you please share with us just a little bit about how you and Macy have been dealing with the challenges of this year that we're going to call COVID-2020? <laughs> well, um, we've just really been doing our best to take uh, take the COVID coaster and ride it the ups and downs as best we can. You know, I think like everybody else, we've had days where we've not gotten out of our jammies and just embrace the suck and watch Netflix and other days where we're ready to decide that everything's okay and we're going to carry on and be super um, productive. But uh, anyone who knows Macy knows that she is super active and super, um, uh, likes to be out there with people and socialize. So this has definitely been a bit of a challenging year for her and she's definitely been missing the races and seeing her favorite athletes. Um, she's opted to do grade nine online this year. So that's been um, interesting, interesting. <laughs> for, for everybody. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's it's not unlike everybody else, right? We're all just trying to get through this the best we can. From a business standpoint, 2020 has created pretty much the most massive administrative undertaking that I could possibly imagine in just trying to keep everything organized and, and how to move it forward and move all the athletes forward. Um, on top of, you know, trying to just stay on top of where everything's at and how we can move forward when they safely allow us to return to events. Um, cause that's what we love to do. Sounds like a lot of resilience going on. As, as with everyone, you, you're learning to adapt and roll with the flow, right? Of course. So recently, I noticed that you announced the introduction of a non-binary category in all your 2021 Dynamic Race events. Could you please share with me and with the listeners where your idea came from for introducing a non-gendered race category into your race events? Um, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, if one thing that 2020 has offered race organizers, well, everyone in general has been the opportunity to have some pause and, and be retrospective on, on what we do and what we produce and how we can change that. We've always sort of prided ourselves on being athlete focused uh, in that we want to feel that every athlete is individually recognized and that you're not just a number or a confirmation number or you know a race number to a tattoo on your arm um, that we truly appreciate you uh, for choosing to race with us you know i read uh rach mcbride's article back in in spring this year when kind of when everything was just sort of coming down and it it struck a chord with me um and i reached out to them and asked for some feedback from them as to how we could best celebrate and acknowledge athletes who would choose to self-identify in this category. Uh, Rach was a wonderful resource and, and, and it was a fairly easy decision from there. That's one of the pieces we worked on through, throughout this year. 
Awesome. I know that I was going to ask you if it was an aha moment or a slow boil. It sounds to me that like that was an aha where you went, there's a connection here. This is this is something that I can do. I can perceive uh, rolling into the dynamic race events repertoire. You know, I think it was it was something that I had looked at last year. But you know, one of the pieces that that we all get into is is continually just moving forward, doing the things that we do, and being sort of stuck in that. Well, this is how we do it, and then you get uh, into the the planning and producing, and all of a sudden, those great ideas that you want to implement become secondary when you're in it. So you know, once I read that, it just really resonated with me to 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 think, hey, you know what? Now's the time. Now I can do that. I have I have the chance and the opportunity and to try and do it well and and right and um, acknowledge the the pieces that should be acknowledged here. Well, if someone was wondering if they could enter in that category, what would you say are your criteria for an athlete uh, registering as in, in in your new category? Um, I think that's really the great thing about the non-gendered self you know non-gendered non-binary category is that there is no criteria. If you want to opt in, it's self-identification. So if you choose to race in that category, all you need to do is check that box in registration. That's it. So it's it's a pretty simple thing for us on this end to be able to offer that opportunity. You know, we have the ability to move a little bit faster than our our sporting bodies in, in the recognition and acknowledgement. So we've decided to award top five in the category. And as the as the numbers grow, we will add age groups into that where we can. We hope that at some point, you know, we do host provincials in a couple of our venues. And, and so it's important for athletes who choose to race in this category to understand that it doesn't align with with their ability to award provincially. So, so you know, we hope that that gets there eventually. But somebody has to start so we're going to so we we hope that um anyone who who currently feels like they in registration or in racing aren't checking a box that they feel they identify with that they'll now get to do so excellent no questions asked right and what kind of feedback have you happened to receive so far uh feedback's all been super positive um lots of shares lots of lots of likes lots of loves I think it's important for me to say, you know, this wasn't about feedback or, or positivity coming back our way. This is really about creating a safe, inclusive space within the framework of, of what we do. So I'm, I'm hoping that, it, that the feedback that, that's out there, uh, less coming back to us, but more just what's out there is people feeling that we're celebrating them and that they're able to feel that that safe space has now been created for them. Absolutely. Well, in the eventuality, let's let's in a perfect world, everyone would be on board about this. But I'm just wondering if you sort of have thought of a response to any athlete who might come to you and say, you know, I don't approve of this new race category. Um, perhaps they feel it's unnecessary. Perhaps they feel it's not fair to have a category for what may be a very small minority of athletes who identify as non-binary or do not want to disclose a gender. Do you, do you have you sort of swum around in your head about what you might 
say to someone that walked up to you in the middle of the million things you have to do in, in, in organizing a race and say, you know, I'm just not kind of crazy about this? Of course. Um, I think firstly, my, my first response would be to ask that athlete um, how the addition of a category that creates inclusiveness affects their ability to enter, compete, race and, pl and place within the current framework because it doesn't you know that that would be my first question and of course it's we already know the answer to that and and ultimately at the end of the day from there if an athlete truly has an issue with that there's all they're always welcome to race elsewhere very very nice um i, I was just um remembering back to how long I've known you and I know that you yourself spent years as an age group athlete participating in local events and in larger ones. You were in the Shawnigan Lake Triathlon that's now extinct with me one year. Um, since you've experienced the sport from both ends of the camera lens, which is rare for people, um, are there any changes that you yourself have seen in our sport either, either as an athlete or a race director that sort of demonstrates that triathlon has made steps to create a more diverse, inclusive environment for triathletes and the reason I ask this is um, recently there's actually been awareness of just how um, we seem to lack racial diversity in our races and it's been a topic that's come up in Triathlon Canada magazine uh, it's also being discussed down in the states right now of looking at all the ways we can to open our sport up to more do you feel we're on the road do you feel we've made a good start in triathlon you know, it's a, it's a good question. I think it's been a slow moving process. I think that only in the last few years have we started to embrace or really even acknowledge the lack of diversity and inclusive inclusivity. You know, I I'm I don't know if I'm necessarily the hundred percent right person to ask that to. I am a white cisgendered <laughs> female. Um, no, you know, and I and I think that right. that it's important to acknowledge those things. That you know, like this announcement and this addition of this category doesn't it, it doesn't affect me personally but i think that you know we've all had challenges in life where we've felt like we haven't been included or haven't been accepted for who we are or what we are or, or any of those things and i think that we're only just starting to scratch the surface within our within our sport sport um the world in general i i think we've all sort of walked through with with a uh, a reasonable set of blinders on to only allow in a little bit of it and i think that we're making the right steps you know and so i i think it could move a little quicker i think it's all just going to be at the pace that that everyone chooses to step up at this point as you said before though someone has to start and uh you are definitely the person who's opened up this category for folks and uh i see big roads ahead for people. It leads into my next question. Um, think of an individual uh, in, in your race. How do you see dynamic race events, new category impacting on an athlete who up until now has actually felt uncomfortable and been forced to make an either or choice of gender identity? I honestly just hope that for someone who hasn't been able to, and I think I touched a little bit on this before, haven't, hasn't been able to have the option to check a box, box during registration 
that feels represents them or be able to race in a category uh, that isn't representative of who they feel they are because we're in such a binary sport. You're either, you know, male, 40 to 44, female, you know, it's so it's, you know, that's how we, that's how the waves have yeah. always traditionally been set off. Um, you know, we've switched a little bit more to, to swim times, but, you know, I, I think that this is just a category that, that will represent anybody who feels that within the framework of our sport that they haven't been represented and that um, this will offer them the opportunity to feel included and accepted for who they are, where they are, how they are. Well, I have some wonderful news for you, Angie. I've already talked with several other athletes uh, in a variety of clubs and several friends. and. I would like you to know that they've expressed surprise and excitement at having this new category offered in your races. As one athlete actually stated to me, they no longer feel invisible, Angie. Instead, they feel represented. They feel like they belong. So thank you for being a leader in celebrating diversity. And thanks also for taking the time in your busy life to speak with me today. Here's hoping 2021 is the best year ever for you, your family, and dynamic race events. Uh, thanks so much for the opportunity, Mikey. And thank you for sharing that piece from the athlete because that really, honestly, if that's all the feedback I get to hear, um, that made choosing to add this category, make the announcement and and do this all, all worthwhile for me. Absolutely. Thanks again, Angie. Thanks, Mikey. Take care. And here's your FitSpeak 124 Fit Tip of the Week. This one coming to us from the Dr. Gabe Merkin website. Today we blow the whistle on that miracle cure that was all the rage a couple of years back. Coconut oil. Remember that? It was supposed to do wonders for your hair and your health. Well, here's the latest. A recently published study strongly suggests coconut oil does not help a person lose weight lower blood sugar levels, or reduce harmful inflammation. Wait, it gets worse. Coconut oil actually increased blood levels of the harmful LDL cholesterol much more than oil from soybean, olive, safflower, canola, or palm oils. More than 92% of the fat in coconut oil is the saturated kind, which raises the bad LDL more than these other vegetable oils do, and that's increased risk for heart attacks. The article was summed up this way. Coconut oil should not be viewed as healthy oil for cardiovascular disease risk reduction, and you should limit your consumption of it because of its high saturated fat content. As far as eating the thing itself, well, like most things, straight from the dirt, it isn't bad for you. But coconut oil, once it's processed, does contain saturated fats. The big picture here? Stop looking for that one magic bullet to save you from yourself. Your total diet is far more important than whether or not you eat or restrict coconut oils. Whatever vegetable oils you use, they should be a very small part of your diet. Perhaps a couple of tablespoons a day. 
for a heart-friendly lifestyle, you know that stuff. That's never been disputed. That advice, of course, is regular exercise. Restrict your red meat intake and stay away from those sugary drinks. And that even includes fruit juice. For your Fit Tip of the Week, I'm Kevin Hines. And that's it for another edition of FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's fitness, wellness, and endurance sports podcast. Coming up on our next episode, we'll be traveling to Ontario for a chat with one of the big voices in the world of triathlon. Steve Fleck will be our guest. FitSpeak is brought to you by Wenting Cycling Mission. Your Wenting's Word of the Week is Arrow. Once again, your Wenting's Word of the Week is Arrow. And yes, we're also brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. Whether you want to get faster or go farther, TriJoy can help. With our low client-to-coach ratio, we can give you the attention you deserve to achieve your potential. It's TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. See our link at the bottom of this page. We'd like to thank our guest this week, Angie Woodhead from Dynamic Race Events, and wish her smooth sailing for the race season ahead. Just a reminder, we are your local go-to spot for information and inspiration on Facebook. Yes, it's FitSpeak on Facebook. And now, at FitSpeak on Instagram, your place on the internet where you can see what we've been up to, what excites us, and for you to share your story in pictures. Finally, if you're listening to us on Podbean, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts, why not drop by our website to see a bit more about the program and maybe leave us a comment on the show or ideas for future programs. For Kevin Watt and Mikey Ross, I'm Kevin Hines. Thanks for listening.